Hello. Hello and welcome. Hello. This is Drew Stories Podcast, uh, episode 18. I am your host, Drew Brooks. This is Adolfo Monroy, Yo. a.k.a. Alfredo. A.k.a. Alfredo. And with me today... God damn it! One of the Gee, coolest, Alfredo. one of the loveliest people I know. Uh, uh, a great guy. A, gr- a guy. We've had so many run-ins at a place, and I'm going to get to this. Okay. But yeah. I have to introduce you time. first. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to welcome Aaron Schwartz to the show. Thank you so much Thank for you for having me. Thanks I, for being I here. Appreciate you uh, having me here. Uh, it's my absolute pleasure. Yeah. But I was gonna just. I'm gonna. We're gonna just, go we'll circle back to the. Let's just okay. go right into it. When, when we we used to cross cross paths quite a bit. Uh, at a gym in the metropolitan area that I don't know if exists anymore, if it's been turned into a battle station. Yes. Or I think it is. I think it's a tent wanna... city battle station. <laughs> I think there's like... Dude, it just looks like yeah, a refugee Armageddon camp. has yeah. occurred over there. I don't know what's going it's on. It's like Red Dawn. I live right around the corner too. And <laughs> Intense. It's, yeah. So, which would, which here's the funny thing about that place. Okay. Because yeah. let's just get into it. Let's I don't know if it. we can bring up the name of it. <laughs> or, Why not? Or, or the location. Can we do it? I don't know. Can we not? Because that would be intensely <laughs> blowing up their fucking spot. That because would. I am go- about to shit you know on what? this gym. Can I just say something real quick? <laughs> My man. Fuck them. <laughs> like, blow up their okay. spots. Okay. Do you know how many times I've been, wa- I've wanted to be that guy that like sends emails to corporate? Yeah. You know, yeah. but then I'm like, I can't be that guy. I've I was really do- close. Dude, really I'm close. not that guy either, and yeah. I don't think you're Plus that guy. Plus, we're like spending like forty dollars a month, <laughs> or the twenty. Not I don't know. Some people are spending like twenty five still. There's like homeless people. Not to like um, shit on homeless. No, people. No, no, no. That's one of the things I, I have to talk a lot to you of people about. People yeah. become homeless now, but you know it's sad. But but there's a difference. I'm talking yeah. about gym rat homeless, which is a different, completely a radically different style yeah. of homelessness, and a and almost a a life hack at a certain stage at, in L.A. where it was so expensive to it was so much hassle to live here yeah that you kind of understood it yeah people would live in their cars and like have and shower and have gym. like the best supplements oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> shower in their cars that open their trunk it's like a bullet and they're like would you like whey protein i also have collagen we can don't worry it's an inverter yeah. <laughs> um but also okay there's a, there's a few things going on okay yes. have we agreed to just say what this is. I'll say because it for I you guys. Because I think that the people... I know, which, even know? I know what you guys you are talking about. you know what we're talking How about? How does Alfredo know? Uh, Alfredo Sauce knows it all, okay? Alfredo Sauce knows it all. <laughs> all right. And I'll tell you right now. He's already got catchphrases. Oh, God. I, we had to put a little button on it. <laughs> like a little... <laughs> what is it? Tell Planet me. Fitness. No. <laughs> oh, man. Planet Fitness is not $40 a month. That's like... Buy $5. Planet Fitness is like, they're like $5 off if you agree to get punched every time you walk in here. And I'm like, that's the deal they're making. It's crazy (laughs) bad in there. Spread the legs. We're getting, we're aiming the balls. We're getting right to the. It just looks like a place where it's like, well, the deal is you deal with all of these animals. I mean, I went to a specifically bad gym in Eagle Rock. I, oh, oh my God. But. Eagle Rock. So Rock's let's nice. just fucking do it. Eagle okay. Rock's like ghetto nice. Eagle Rock's, Eagle anyway, Rock's like, right. yeah, it's, it's like hipsters like to go to Eagle Rock because right. they can still look dirty and kind of fit in. Right. You know, it's like, places. it's like yeah. you could have a mansion or get methadone. Your choice. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're the B class Silver Lake is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> it is kind of like the tri- the triple A team, but um, <laughs> we love you. I love Eagle Rock. And you're such a comedian. The way I, you, you're, so, you're, <laughs> he's like, all right, guys, 
Here, let me tell you something about. I'm glad you're starting to notice my C's. I got my, I got my lubricants over here, G. My highlighter lubricants. We got the lubricants right there. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, so let's just do it. Let's open this like a band aid. One, two, three. LA Fitness. LA Fitness. <laughs> oh. But no, no, no. There's LA Fitnesses that are fly. You walk in, you're like, whoa. The Beverly, the um, in Beverly Hills, the one on Wilshire. I've never That's been, a it's nice. dope little spot. They're called signatures. Okay. Well, whatever those are, there's one <laughs> in like LA Fitness signatures. Yeah, yeah. There's one in the valley that like nobody went to that was a gem. So there are yes, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There are nice versions of LA Fitness. So nothing it's this doesn't go across the board. No. This goes very specific because when I went, I finally got it, it was not enough visually. You had to immerse yourself in it, but it had a strange quality that reminded me of like an 80s movie. Like yes. it was like Police Academy meets like an a, 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 like a Korean spa meets it like. It was definitely a Korean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whoa. Because uh, like a lot. The, this pool, you would walk in and be like, nobody's going to use that pool and it would be packed. Oh, no, when I first saw the place, <laughs> let me say something. Maybe I'm like Korean at heart. I don't know. An old Korean lady playing the, the, the harmonica. At, there's, there was a guy yes, in there that's what that used to play harmonica. Yeah. Oh. He, would be, he would be in the hot tub. An old Korean guy. I'm so super glad we're old Korean this. guy. Yeah. And he would sit in his hot tub, but like on the top, there's a bunch of older... It's, this is just they were just all Korean I don't know what ha- they yeah. were like all called each other and like we're all but gonna meet acted, up at the LA a lot fitness. of the guys acted like they were bossing it out like they was like a luxury spot yeah. and it was like this is like Leading a bus back. stop yeah like, oh. <laughs> and it just smelled horrible in there with the amount of chlorine they used and it Ooh. still smelled like that it, it there was, was a not film a on the windows that would build up. That was, <laughs> it was a filter I issue. That was humidity, but uh-uh. I, I'm guessing you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> human sea foam. It was like bad news, dude. It was humidity. Now it's mold. Uh, yeah, it's a combination. So it was a two-level spot. At one point, it used to be luxurious. It looks has the sort of aesthetic of like an '80s mall, mm-hmm. right? Where you go in it and did. It'd be like the Mayfield. It had the level with the running track, which was my favorite. Which is the only place to be in that. Ooh. Yeah, it, I, I saw you there often. I mm-hmm. was there it's the only place to be it's yeah. like the safe spot otherwise you feel like it's a mad max movie it, do you remember that nexium guy who's, oh god yeah yeah oh yeah so he's bur- in jail he was now, burning right? his initials in yeah. the chick's like but private the chick era. and hi- the the girl and him were both doing it together so like a lot of people say that she was like you know the, the ring taken ring into his spider web but i uh-huh. think she was a massive part of it Oh, I, there's always co-conspirators. Yeah, she was a big actress, a kind of well-known. She's actually friends with she. What not? Is there she, a degree of Aaron Schwartz? There's here? a degree. <laughs> there's like a third degree, That's man. Crazy, bro. yeah. My friend Natanya Ross, uh, who was in uh, the Babysitters Club, and wow, she no was way. in um, Alex Mack. You get Life of Alex Mack. I do. I've heard of it. She was. I've the, never seen it. The best friend, the redhead. She was hot. Oh, Yo, um, I just yeah, yeah. She's friends got, with her, and she said it was like a lot of crazy shit happened. So mm. at the time, people, I mean, imagine a few more industry people. I mean, that's a high profile industry person, but I'm sure there are a bunch of other people that were doing that low level shit, getting the, like in the early uh, entry level sash or whatever. It oh, is. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there were a lot of those folks, too. You know, there's always rookies nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. But my question is like, did that feel because I feel like I've happened to cross path with people in the science, the group Scientology, right? Oh God, yeah. And I know I've just like you know I'm gonna get called now, but yeah, uh, I have friends who are in it. That's like, what I'm saying. So how do you approach that? You know, that's well, weird. 
it is weird. And how much do we know and how much do we not know? This is not me. Pl- I'm just playing so devil's true. advocate so because true. I literally yeah. saw Leah Romini's documentary yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Me and too. then I saw the other one, the Going Clear documentary. Yeah. and like, jo- The Justin Thoreau So I'm one. seeing all that stuff. And then the yeah. Scientology documentaries are complete, like, fucking just, like, insane yeah. – uh, uh, What's it called? It's just like it's commercial for Scientology, basically. So there's no middle ground. No. I just see the negative and the extreme positive, but you don't. So I'm always wondering, like, is it really that? That's bad? what I'm saying. It's like, because I'll see cars you see, in Los Angeles, you see cars driving around. They have like the bumper sticker being like, Scientology. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, how are you able to drive? Are you and allowed to drive? Are you okay? <laughs> like, is, yeah. do they own that and they lease that to you yeah. that you had to brand you? Or what? Like, what? Yeah. So that being said, I know that there's this. I'm our, it doesn't. It wasn't that weird at that point because it had, Scientology had been kind of like blowing up through the '90s. So at, at the time where I was meeting people, it wasn't weird at all. Yeah, I was like, "You're the old weird. Yeah. You're the old person that was a uniquely weird." I heard person. you had to like to become famous. You had to become a Scientologist. I heard that. Yeah, there so, was my moment. I'm like, "What is the Scientology? I'll sign up. How do I? Uh, how do I make some money? Yeah, it's, what a great rumor to start. Oh, it's a genius. It's, it's so yeah, smart. Get Tom Cruise on board, and you're set. So smart. But that being said, we don't know quite everything about it even though we have seen all these like salacious documentaries and everything yeah. like that that i guess the point i'm trying to make is the comparison of meeting people who did you ever meet somebody in nexiums that degree is there but and they were just low level low level like entry level nexium people who not are like that I, I just went to the first class not that i know of but i did see the documentary on nexium and the, for the first like episode or two you're like the stuff they're talking about it's is like psychologically empowering it's great. It's really empowering. Like it teaches you how to like, you know, be happy with yourself. And like right. they were talking about like methods of doing things. And I guess they used psychology to get to that level. But then shit got crazy. Well, then shit got crazy. So. Well, the, 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 you, uh, the great thing about these things is that they, the reason they get so big is because the underlying core of it is kind of based in good. Right. Yeah. They have good fundamental beliefs that are like come in here we'll break you down rebuild you and you're a new guy and you're out there and you're making millions in five days yeah that's what everybody wants to believe they want to believe okay i fucked up along the way rebuild me get me in the boot camp of life give me a life coach and da 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 so the core of it is good it's self-empowerment yeah it always goes off the rails when someone goes but i want another rolls royce yeah don't you feel like it always that because like i feel like every there's this guy went got a little too greedy and i think we know what we're talking about it was it was delicious like he was like sexing it up. Oh so yeah, it must have been. Oh, he was. <laughs> you know, the Nexium guy was like, "I can't get enough of this." You knew he that was, was getting, his thing. And like that guy, we, we we see what he looks like. Oh, for sure. So like he, that's kind of genius. I know. Can I, I say that? I can't. Right? I'm probably you can canceled tot- right now. But like he would never get laid. Uh, by girls that look like that. That's what I'm saying. But imagine if unless so he did potent. something. You got a stage. Remember that Magnolia movie where Tom Cruise comes out and he's like fucking bad. Yeah. He just like spazzes. Oh, I on love it. his character in that. I love that character, yeah. right? But I feel like that's very similar to all these kind of like guru guys uh-huh. where they come out there. They're like, bang, I got it together. You don't sell me this pen. Yada yada yeah. yada. By the end of it, speak like, over speak you speak quicker than you, so you don't even have a moment to even like think. That's Wait, not- is he saying? But then they'll, they'll talk on top of you. It's and then he pulls genius. somebody from the crowd, probably working for him mm-hmm. has some weird cathartic experience they're like oh my god you read my mind yeah and then what happens at the end of a rock show dude you want to fuck the guitar player oh yeah 
So it makes perfect sense that this guy would rock star at the fuck out, right? For people that have low self-esteem. Yeah. And they're all there. And I always related to a rock show because I'm like, if you come out there and you're like Eddie Van Halen and you're sliding your knees across the fucker and playing a nasty little solo. <laughs> That's what he's working. doing. And he did. He's, he's lighting so, that guitar And I saw him. Or, That's the thing. <laughs> you know? What he's doing? He's a fucking guitar guy. <laughs> so, so I saw him, and, that, and that's the best thing. If you want to know about how it really works and why people like Charlie Manson exist and why mm. this Nexium guy's in the same kind of bubbly sauce. Ooh, Charlie Manson, mm. Mr. Charlie Manson, <laughs> Charles. There, he made uh, quite an there's impact. there's a whole like conspiracy theory, but a lot of people are like actually kind of proving it now that he was uh, part of the um, the MK Ultra experiments. So he was actually deep, there's a psychedelic thing there. He was part of the whole like psychedelic, like the government uh, experimenting on people psychedelics, and, and they gave him superfood, and they and they and they fucked him up, and then he became and they wanted it, and they kind of like let him loose we, we, into this house that they put him into, right? So they it's put a rat, into this rat house. maze, cheese. Yeah. So they're like, here's all this. Well, and the house that he was that he gained all these like followers was a house that. The uh, that the government, the CIA, was like having. They would like go in and they would like say like <sighs> they would like. I want so badly for those. shit like that to be true. Dude, I mean, I hear those. That's little what nuts I hear. Symbols. But oh yeah, God, it's but so it was, great. I mean, because because like nobody wants to hear that this guy worked. Like nobody wants to hear that Charlie Manson would go into this bathroom at the end of a long day and and say. You're good enough. You're smart enough. And God damn it, people like you. And he worked his monologue every night. Because like we're, we know from like, we, sometimes you have to word on lines and literally you're just eating a salad being like, this is my lines. These this are my lines. Oh, yeah. These are my lines. Oh, yeah. That's just the fucking life of a performer, right? Yeah. I just think about it sometimes and I'm like, there might have been a Charlie Manson that would have to get his like thing, his timing on in yeah, front of the mirror where the he's tedious like, work. Hey, I'm fucking crazy, oh, yeah. Jack. Woo! And he was like, nah, that wasn't crazy. <laughs> I had to work on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Preparing before he goes out for his like interview right? on, on whatever that show was where he like gets up with the plastica and he does like that. <laughs> he was like, well, hold up a second. That blah was like, that didn't Freeze, sound. Jack. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, there back, you go. Everybody back I'm to ready work. to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> but it's so true because like nobody wants to believe that somebody really worked on being a, a, a sort of charismatic figure yeah. so that they could lead this group of people. Like, come on with me. Oh, I think about the back work the guy from Nexium. I think right. about all these like gurus. Yeah. I, I actually think about that. I go, okay, he created this whole plan. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Because even if it's bullshit, mm-hmm. he created a whole lot of bullshit. You and show that's up. a lot of time spent on bullshit. And because and it made it sound realistic. It's even more times, but he's doing I mean, what's his name? Scientology, uh L. Ron Hubbard. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> he created a whole like ranking system. Right. And this is after he from cre- the Navy. He he created such a sophisticated system that why wouldn't you believe it? Yeah. Why wouldn't you be on board with that? Oh, that makes sense. So this much can't sense. be made up because it's it's more so log- intricate. It's yeah. more logical than something dying on cross, ba, 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 yeah. cave, reborn. It makes a lot more sense. Definitely but, makes more sense than the Bible. And for at sure. the time, dude, I guarantee, like the master's perfect example of this charismatic figure telling people what they want to hear. When you you went on a sort of spirit quest recently, yeah, and we were talking about like because this has a lot to do with the ego. Like when you mm. feel down about yourself, your your loss of confidence has a lot to do with your ego, and uh, I'm very interested in how people are finding therapeutics through mm. whether it's microdosing or mushrooms, plant or medicines. Plant yeah. medicines. So um, please go into this. So this, you took off. So one I've day. done drugs in the past, right? Yeah, don't say. Yeah, 
done a couple drugs. I'm not a druggie, though. You could say the same for me. I barely smoke weed. Like, I smoke weed right. now kind of to almost to approach this level. Sometimes I'll, I'll right. over... I, not, I'm very bad at smoking weed, so then I'll smoke, like, a fat bong hit, like, right Ruin then. your night. Just to fuck me up. <laughs> just so I can maybe approach some sort of... Like, I want to, like, be able to get through the fire, you know? That's, That's me, too. It's not to have fun. Damn. Me, too. I don't smoke weed, too. Most people smoke weed, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is... I smoke weed to go, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's going to be rough, you know? I like I, it. Yeah. But you reminded like, me of, like, a Willem Dafoe and Platoon. You're like, you just got to make it, everyone. <laughs> got to make it in. Um, but it's true. You, uh, sometimes I do that, too, where I, like, over overdo it with the weed, which is, like, not possible, but overdo it with the weed. Yeah. To the point where you're like, oh, I'm going into this scared. Yeah, my brain hurts. <laughs> why? Why can't I feel my legs? What's totally. going on? Totally. Yeah. So like, so like, yeah, I'm not a druggie, but I, I, um, you know, and most recently, like as I'm getting older, I, I'm kind of like, I, I was a douchebag a little bit in the past. I found myself same to be, here. Yeah, I found myself to be a little narcissistic. I mean, I'm same an actor, here. so like, life is narcissism pretty much comes and goes comes and goes yeah you know but like i you know i i caught myself being like i'm just i not the person i want to be you know that's already the biggest one of the most challenging steps i think is just identifying where you're like that's not the kind of person i want to be not where i wanted to go so like so i caught myself and i was like okay i need to do something about this and so a friend of mine was like you never try like plant medicine or stuff like that try some shrooms okay these shrooms is a way to go and so i like you know i tr- i tried some shrooms but i didn't know that the amount i did was <laughs> like i didn't know that much about shrooms i did acid when i was a kid but i didn't really sure. like yeah. i didn't do a lot of psychedelics I feel like acid, recently you know acid has always gotten the worst rap but honestly i think more i've heard more horror stories on mushrooms than i have yeah on because LSD. people are like these are natural just oh, you know yeah that's like one it's a dosing it problem like okay it's a dosing, it's a dosing problem. problem uh shrooms are really hard to both of them are really hard to od on from what mm-hmm. i i've learned a lot about this after this experience so i took uh they call it a hero's dose i didn't know what that was <laughs> yeah so like i got okay. really fucking scared but i went into it and at first i it's anytime you go through something like this you think you're dying right always right like the fear of death is real in everybody even if you say i'm not afraid of dying yeah. when death comes you're gonna be like oh fuck it's the you number know? one fear yeah i like how everybody's like no, everything's over speaking i'm yeah. like mm. <laughs> even if you decide to like you know take your life god forbid whatever like you're gonna be afraid i want to talk up about until that, that moment i want to talk know? about that too because yeah. they want to change i don't know if you read this article recently or whatever it was yeah the headline because oh, i don't like read articles working the the no. no, they just want to change the the way people talk about suicide. Meaning, oh. they don't want to say anybody committed suicide. They wanted you to die by suicide. There's a whole. It's a verbal because uh, committed uh, creates a illegal a blame game and oh. all this stuff. They feel like it's a victimization of the person that people need to stop. Isn't that wild? People need to stop. This person. I was just reading the whole article oh. and it was baffling to me. And I was this like, cancel culture needs. Yeah, to, it's it's going to fucking implode on you, itself. And I, and I feel like people are just going to be. You know what's going to happen? You're going to be so afraid to use the wrong terminology. <laughs> That you're just never going to show just up. not going to sh- talk. Yeah. 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 Comes to that I learned phone. a little bit about the science Oh, okay. So tell us well, a little bit. Well, there's a guy named Dennis McKenna who's right. somebody that, after watching Joe Rogan, I started following the people. There's a guy, Duncan Trussell, mm-hmm. Dennis McKenna. Duncan Trussell's a comedian, so you awesome. definitely know, and he's one of my favorites. Him yeah. and Joe Rogan have these, these talks that are just like, mind-blowing and Trussell just seems like such a warm heart he's nice beautiful human being and that I think comes from you know him partaking in some of these plant medicines and I think I think so you know and Joe Rogan has this big like beefy look but he's like also a sweetheart and it's from all that so I think ego death is key 
It rounds the edges. Man. It rounds the edges. Yeah. And like, honestly, I think all that like anger and all that stuff comes from a little bit of hurt. For sure. You know, and I think the more sensitive a person you are, the more hurt you get. Yes. And so ultimately, if you go back to it all, you it's, end up becoming a very nice person if you can catch yourself. If you, you can know? acknowledge what you just said, which is very bold. Yeah, I know. He just blew. Boom. Alfredo. Drop in the fucking. <laughs> we just, we witnessed something happen right now, a change in you. You know what you were doing in my head right now? What's that? <laughs> that was going uh, on right there. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I will say this. It's very, it's so hard. It was hard for me because there's no way I'm going to, in my 20s, tell you it's because I'm hurt. Yeah, uh, there no. There's no fucking there's way. There's no way I would say that out loud unless I was on a podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk to a girl it's and also, look at the first point. Five. Yeah. yeah and it's, I'm hurt inside. So, yeah. yeah. Man, I just think that. Um, but yeah, so I ended up getting a dog. But ultimately, what led me out there was this search for plant medicine. Right. So like the science behind it, I know all that stuff. There's like a thing about it, like stopping something in your brain, like a filter pretty much. It stops the filter. Right. This guy, Dennis McKenna, assumes this. I don't know if it's like proof on it, but that there's something called a default mode network and it kind of gets Whoa. interrupted. Uh. And he's a neuroscientist. So I mean, I... You know? Well, life is habits, right? Yeah, and yeah. so we kind of get that filter, and then that filter kind of gets released or gets interrupted when you take some sort of, you know, anything that ultimately gives you a DMT release is what happens. Is what it is. Yeah, and it's just so funny. I mean, this super powerful thing that probably years from now we we've only scratched the surface. I feel like mm -hmm. years from now where it's going to be properly dosed and. You know, people are going to either, it's going to be very simple to do. Yeah. And I think the effects are going to be more, better kept up uh, uh, in terms of research because I think we always looked at those like crackpots that were like T Timothy Leary or Oh, yeah. Whatever. So that's the, that's the problem. Yeah. So like Timothy Leary and, and um, what's his name? Ramdas were like friends. Ramdas was, you know, more in like the chill area. Right. Timothy Leary took it and made it some weird shit. <laughs> right. You know, and then also the government also was experimenting with it and right. there, here's a part where it's like you know yeah, can we say this is real or not but they were experimenting with it that's for sure mk for ultra sure. did exist yeah and then at that point when that kind of shit was happening people assumed that the government was kind of trying to wow. demonize it right to kind of push people away from looking at it well when you it's when, when you're making concoctions probably using Maybe some. I'm talking out of my ass. You, mm. You're using some different combination to do like the Manchurian candidate and trick people That's into what they doing That's shit. What, right. That was their goal, yeah. And so they were tricking people into like being assassins, low key. Uh, that's how powerful this that drug shit is. Shit happened, dude. It would There's make like you want to bury it that. too. That's insane. It, 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 it's really crazy. And yeah. and also just I think we've got to be honest about how susceptible we are. I like how people. I just had a conversation the other day about somebody. It was just like ads don't work on me. I'm like. That's simply not impossible. That's work on everybody. All, I just I'd bought like, two things from yeah, that. I was like, it's, how do they know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so work. It works so well now that you think that you it doesn't work on you and it works. That's how good advertising is. Advertising is like fucking drugs. It's oh. really it's really a psychological thing. I, I I'm not gonna say the person's name because. There's a little shit talking I'm gonna do right now. <laughs> okay. um, I love it. Yeah. But well, she's we a she's a sweet burned girl. Burned LA Fitness to da yeah, down. So Go fuck ahead. LA yes. Fitness. We, we don't. That's that's not one person. That's many people. <laughs> fuck them. Um, fuck those people. Yeah. You know, there was somebody that connected uh, with me, uh, and 
happened to be that mm-hmm. she was part of the plant medicine world and she had a oh. podcast for it. Cool. And she wanted me to come and do the podcast. Very cool. Uh, and like talk about it and we can, cause I was doing, I'm doing a documentary. That's so what doing, we, I want to get to. So yeah. let's talk about that afterwards. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So I'm doing a documentary. It has nothing to do with this. Okay. But uh, it was my journey within another world. And I was like, well, this is part of my journey because right. now it's like I'm realizing certain faults that I think are connected to other. It's about child actors, other child actors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You talked about this with me and I want to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I was like, you know, I think plant medicine could be something that I could approach. I have to do it carefully because right. child actors and drugs, the two, the combination... <laughs> Can, I can. I don't like know a, what you're I talking can look about. Look like a complete drug addict, and 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 I'm very not. But you know, <laughs> no idea. But when I'm like going and deciding to do ayahuasca in Costa Rica, which was the conversation that I was like leading up to this podcast, wow. I was like, oh, I was going to do her podcast. Okay. I was hopefully going to meet Dennis McKenna, wow. this gentleman, the neuroscientist, right. and that she's connected to. Wicked. And then uh, we were going to all go. I was going to. He was going to like help. Like take me. Oh, and sort of give you a guide. And get, be a guide with oh, her. That's so key. Uh, it's so cool. Too. It's so key. And, and to have somebody who's the like one like, of the guys. He knows his shit. Right. I admire him. Right. And he's also like somebody who's like a proponent of this and educate PhD. You know. Oh. And so bending I was like, with Beckham, dude. Bending yeah, it with bending Beckham. with fucking. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. And um and so I so I I um I decided to go out to Texas, which uh, is a big leap. Big that's, leap. I decided okay. to do a, a well. I also wanted to have like a little like you know. Hell yeah! Get, I did get it too. In tune I went with on a me, road trip, road trip and, yeah. kind of thing, and I, you know, yeah. I took my car all the way there. Awesome, dude. Um, went to Texas, visited a friend, decided to also just get the footage of me going on a road trip. Sick. And uh, and then met this person who had this podcast, and things went very strange. I think it was more of like uh, there was more of a, a hookup mentality to it than uh. there was a. And like, I didn't know if that was her intention or not. And this I didn't the... want to, or I yeah. didn't want to. And then I was like, but all, all that to the side, she ended up, I think she had like some prior issues that meshed with uh. my prior issues in our lives. And we like, yeah, some people kind of do that. Heads. Some people are like, that guy's got the same problems. I want to, I want to get fuck him up. I want to get in the ring. And get, battle. Yeah. She, yeah. She, I mean, she would neg me. There, oh, there was some negging involved and I was like, who, what is she doing? Like I'm. I understand what you're doing, and this is, yeah, like, I've watched this on, what was that show called? VH1. (laughs) I have the star medallion, bitch. It's on my DVR. (laughs) Um, But I will. So it ended up not happening, but I drove out to Texas, and all that for nothing, basically. But at the same time, not for nothing, because it was a journey. You had had the road trip. That was probably the best part of it, right? Totally. I've had those, too. I had one uh, not so recently, but it brings to mind how... Every moment in the car was magic. Yeah. And every moment outside of the car was a disaster. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, well, I mean, like I told you, I'm anxiety ridden. So every moment in and out of the car was a disaster and magic at the same time. So, you just had to like and remember you were like, the you magic. Know what? Cherry on top. <laughs> Let me get an animal. Let yeah. me take care of an animal. Let me take care of a, a living thing that <laughs> I really care about from the second I saw it. So and like yeah, you were you were kind of sold a false uh, uh, what is it um, set of goods or sale yeah, of goods or kind whatever of. with this situation, which yeah. I understand. I've She's a actually, sweetheart though, so like even but, honestly, she is a sweet woman, and I think she means well, and I think I don't like have any ill will towards her. Right. This is my no. like you know, it's but not that. it it's, was pretty fucked up, and like I drove all the way out there for it. Hey man, I, it's happened to me. Uh, I think I've I've gone into things thinking oh. You know, how exciting this person's into this hobby. And yeah. then it turns out they're not really into that hobby. Mm. Um, but uh, <laughs> Point 
Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. That's where I put the hip hip hop horn. <laughs> um, but so like a resort, bro. They, it went at the, its peak it's nice. when I was picking someone up there. It was nice as hell. Yeah. And so it was this really nice condo community where you had all your amenities and you could see fully everybody furnished. had a minivan. I think the fully furnished apartments. Fully yeah. furnished. You know, you had a kitchen so you could care for a child. Yeah. And tell them to wake up at 3 a.m. and practice their lines. And yeah. Get them out the fucking door. Oh, and God. so like, and I would, and I, and working with the parents and all of that, realized that was like, this is a totally unique thing inside an already very complex, unique thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's a like layer a upon universe. a layer. Yeah. And so, so it's like a micro universe within a micro universe. Because really the feels world that of way. a child actor, it's like there's some, yeah, in the documentary, I say something in like the teaser where I say, which you can like, I'm going to repost the teaser soon. So like you can oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I, I say something wait. like, um, you know, this is like, uh, we're, we're a unique kind of people dude you're there's straight a, there's a, up zebra like it's strange, just one of those things you when you're raised and you're working in the limelight and if you hit a certain level you're in the limelight you're working you're honestly your family dynamic is completely different oh radically different. so it's I like saw it. that was the, like my connection to it was like oh, it made me like go well that's not even like like it's yeah. not that it's not normal. It's totally normal. But you have to understand that it's like it's the nurturing of a brain still developing, but at the same time being completely professional. Yes. There's no horsing around. That's what people don't realize. It's not a playground, man. No. So uh, they know how to turn and turn on and off play. That's a child actor like anybody who was like a professional child actor. Yeah. Almost like you've been on set, you see somebody who's just like, yeah, I'm gonna fight, and they're like, let's go, you know, and they just change up. Little kids, oh, it is were totally amazing, experts at doing that. That's the and thing, and it's wild. So, you kind of have to be really good right away, right? You can't have your spaz out por mm. portion of it. So, my point, I always, I always look back on this as like, wow, that was amazing seeing a person do that, but what, what is, is amazing is really the, the, the going through that and having the awareness that like okay i'm still a kid and i still want to do kid shit and yeah because that seems to be the line that always gets blurred that's the that's the hard part right. and that's like yeah like i interview a bunch of people i'm still trying to interview a bunch more and covid kind of stopped it so that's where i'm at in it right now okay I'm, i don't want to do zoom interviews like it's it doesn't look good no. for a documentary you could do here and there but like there's like there's like four or five more interviews that I want to do that yeah. are just I can't do on Zoom. So we're kind of like halfway there. We're almost we're like yeah, halfway there. It probably it'll probably get made being be finished being made probably by the end of the year by the well, end I'm of next year. Yeah. Thrilled as I'm sure a lot of people are to see that. And it's also it's a, a, there are so many documentaries, so many things. But it's a world that like I want to open the door to because I really don't think people have those little bits and details yeah. of it. They see there's a documentary like um, Alex Winter did a really good documentary called um, Child. It's like Child Stars, Child Actors or something. It was I didn't it was know that. Great. Oh okay. Showbiz Kids. Showbiz Kids. And it was yeah. a great it was a great documentary, but yeah. it didn't talk about like behind the curtain kind of thing. Exactly. You know, and I but it feel like it's not all salacious, right? I yeah. mean, like I feel like we often just focus in on those like red flags of like, oh, now he's a total disaster. So that's the whole point of my documentaries uh, to like take away the salaciousness of it and like, the stigma. And the stigma of it. Right. Like, the whole idea is like, is this stigma a, a reality? Is it something uh, that's manufactured and it's just perpetuated because it's manufactured? Media, like poor Lindsay Lohan. Like, right. did she? 
become that Lindsay Lohan because people were saying she was that Lindsay Lohan. Exactly. Or did we tell her to be a hot did mess? Did she all of a sudden become a hot mess? Exactly. Britney Spears was she on a different path until like, and what was her being a star the problem, or was the people around her and 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 media and how we treated her was right. that the problem? So that's the whole like investigative it's, tech like it's a question i don't really have the answers to because i do think that, i still don't i'm still yeah, trying I, to search yeah. but e- even asking the questions and getting i think what's great is like you know you brought up uh, in the past with like dealing with yourself and dealing with like uh, i wasn't such a great guy and like maybe i have to look myself and like do some work you know mm-hmm. and we're at the point which by the way is an, is amazing especially from where i come from the Northeast, where like, yeah. it's like you don't say shit. Yeah, well, I'm, cr- I'm from New York, but like I was a child you actor. You, you're the, you're, you're the Boston kid. That's what it was. Yeah. And I had to be like, but I have feelings, and I want to talk about yeah. it. But it's like I felt like we, we still came from a generation that was like, uh, there was tight lips on a mm. lot of. I have my view of it, which is growing up, consuming media mm. like a set, like a, like a, like it was a problem. Mm-hmm just watching television consuming movies too many things and noticing very clearly like okay if you get into movies or you get into a lot of them you start realizing like it's it you know when people are good and when people aren't good right it's safe to say you're like wow that's really good and then you You see a child yeah do it and you're like what to see that is above me because it's I, I my only experience working with children is very limited, uh-huh. and it's usually a, I did a McDonald's ad, and they they uh, gave me some kids, and they were like, "There's your kids." And I oh was God! Like, hey. Yeah, not a great combination. Yeah. In between throwing. takes, well, how do you deal with that? At the time, I was so consumed with the relationship that I was just so about what was going on in that that I felt like they oh. were like <laughs> nagging me and shit. Like I was probably a, such a jerk. Like I was just tuned out. Hey, I listen. I growing up in the business. And seeing all the adults that and how they reacted, anybody who was a dick, like I look back on it and I go, I totally get. <laughs> I I look in awe at the people that were like really nice and playful Isn't and happy because I'm like, how the fuck were you able to do your job <laughs> when you know how hard it is? Yo, because acting is not. I mean, it's not like rocket science, but it's no. not easy to like. No. To do some weird, sometimes you have to do some weird shit, and especially commercials, you're doing some fucking goofy shit. Sometimes you got to make it look good. Yeah. And I ended up getting along with him great. Yeah. And what I noticed is that when you do work with children, we had a whole area. They, they have a word for it, but where they basically talk about people like cattle in the yeah. business. Like they kind of have kennels, place. children Hold, kennels holding. is what we call it. Yeah. And they'll it's be like, holding. they're in holding. And you're yeah. like, that, they talk about cows that way. That's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. But they say holding. They're yeah. holding. Right. Yeah. So, and I would notice all the parents were in holding. Right. And you'd see very clearly who how much control was there mm-hmm. how what parents weren't in con- like didn't oh yeah hands off yeah um and dog dog on a leash that mm-hmm. won't that's jumping around yeah where they're like no she can't have that french fry i'm sorry and i'd be like oh, okay there's yeah. things like that going on that you oh, God. don't even know so for me such I, a weird it's so strange but at the same time there when a person is paying attention to all of these aspects of themselves whether it's they're diet and chicken. Actresses and actors do this all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But when you take it and you shrink it down, it's sort of really, there's all these morality questions, all these ethical questions, all these things that come pop up. But really what stands out to me is when you're like, wow, that's really good though. They're really good They're at really it. They're really good. Because there was one person. I was never really good. But I've I think watched, that's I was, horseshit. I was, but, 
I was I sellable, but I was not. I, I like I wasn't Haley Joel Osment That's over right. here. But there's people you know? out there. Okay, thank you, brother. Hey, man. On Disney Bro. Yo, Disney Plus, baby. Honestly. (laughs) All right, so you got love, and I'm sure it's global. And I'm you. I mean, we're all self-critical with those things, so let's not even get into that. I just, I think it's more like more amazing to so, to see these creations like you were like i know that one 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 of the big ones that stands out but it ages me is the Bugsy Malone one where they just cast a gangster movie with all the kids do you remember oh, this yeah. Scott Baio was yeah, in it yeah 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 and it was all kids yeah. like Jodie Foster like all Jody these people Jodie Foster was one that was taxi driver she rocked that shit she out. like stole the scene from like Harvey Keitel yeah like she was in it but she's De Niro and Cartel are like, who the yeah. fuck? Get this girl off of set. There's no way they weren't. There's no way they like, weren't. She's like, going to steal. Oh, hey, my God. Marty, get her off <laughs> set. <laughs> Everybody's smoking but her. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, just to see a whole cast and, and like, no, this is a crazy, like, thing to put together. And I wonder, do you feel like things or the way that things operate in film nowadays, do you feel like all like it still needs to sort of change or do you think that it's a hundred percent? Yeah. I think there are things that still are in it. There's a lot of bad "Mm, stuff. That's questionable. There's a lot of bad stuff going on and it's like, and that's my goal doing this was not to like, it was actually kind of to be a champion for child actors, not to like blow up the spot and be like this, your child should not be doing this. Right. Right. So like the whole thing, I the first thing I ask is like, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the phrase "child actor"? I'm gonna ask you actually right now. I'm gonna Perfect. use this yeah, yeah, in yeah. the doc. Do it. Use what's it the first me. thing that comes to mind when you hear the phrase "child actor"? Rise and fall, uh, a tragic, uh, uh, like a fame, a rise to fame, and a uh, 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 some kind of burnout. Yeah. Or, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the phrase "child"? Oh, well, yeah. Ooh, right to a fucking. I wish that's I would have just hit true. up like should, I said. But but when but but the what what do you think of when you think of McCoy Culkin? I think he's dope though. Okay, like, I like that. But leads, but leads to my question to you though. Yeah. he is kind of dope though. Yeah. I think he came out kind of fly. Went to school with that kid. Hey, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was. Oh yeah, she's fine. He was. Yep. Who do you feel is the best and the worst example of? A child actor. Best and the, the worst example of a child actor. Interesting. Guy. I don't know if he fact. wants to blow up the after, fucking after spot the of anybody. I think there's like, I think there's, well, I don't mind. Oh, I mean, okay. like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's like a gauge of like which child actor. So like you're saying child actor that's left the business, child actor that stayed in the business. In general. So, so, okay, like McCullough Culkin, right? He's, he's yeah. a guy who, you know, he's not, not in the business anymore, but, you know, very... Grounded from I think he's still in the business. He's in the business. This is this is something I want to address. By the way, he's in a business. He's in, he's in something now. I think. Yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah. he has like a podcast. I've listened yeah. to it. His brother is cool. Rocking it. My, rocking it. That's a. He's a friend of mine, Kieran. He's yeah. killing it. Great. He's great. Yeah. Um. And and you know what? It's. I, I also wanted to talk about this. This is interesting. Yeah. You do. You're doing these jobs, and then you're still working. All yeah. a lot of these. This is the. I think that's one of the weird things about people think that like child actor and then you're not an actor. It's like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? No. Yeah. And like what we don't realize is that like how many stories are like Josh Brolin when mm. the kid was like 15. Do you look at Josh 50. Brolin as a child actor? That's what I'm saying. There's so many people like mm-hmm. that. And, and it's most like, actors that you see out there that are well known, like I think maybe this is just me throwing ballpark at the but like 70% wall. probably if not more right. started when they were kids. Dude, you know, I almost think it's a prerequisite. 
Yeah. And and I think that it's an illusion and I think we are addicted to the story of Icarus his getting too close to the sun and having his fucking yeah. shoes melt and like nobody We want the downfall and we want the rise. The salaciousness of all of it is we want those stories. We made there were just shows on TV about that. That just were like each Hollywood story, each Hollywood story. Remember that for like Yeah. Years. Where are they now? This and that, all that stuff. And yeah. some of them you're like, the guy's not doing so yeah. bad. I don't so, know why it's a true Hollywood. So yeah, so like I really want to get TMZ involved. It's right. really hard Absolutely. to get them involved. Well, yeah. But like I'm trying to like follow around paparazzi. Right. I'm trying to talk to Harvey Levin because I want to like and not to like blow up their spot to be like, what is your side of this and why is it okay to kind of make follow a salaciousness yeah. uh, around any actor, right? Let alone, and I mean, it goes with the territory. You're going to be followed. You're going to have bands follow you around. But at the same time, it's like, at what cost? When you're a little kid, do you are you dealing with that? So Corey Feldman, the interview I had with him, ah. he said to me, um, anybody who allows their child to be in the business and have the possibility of fame before they hit 18, they are abusing their child. And a piece of me was like. And I was like, well, my mom let me, but then your mother, your mother, would be, and I was like, oh, this is great segue to like do a clip of me and my mom hanging out and her sweet face being like, <laughs> I love you. And it's like, oh yeah, my mom abused me. Good one, Corey. But then I thought about it and I was like, right. there's a truth to that. Well, it's the choice, right? You ultimately as a provider or a provider, um, what is it? Uh, you know, you're a, a guardian to parent yeah. or guardian. Thank you. Guardian. Jesus, true. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you're a legal guardian. You make the choice. You say, I think you should do this or I'll take you out of school. Because, like, we're not even talking about the fact that, like, you don't even go to school. Mm. No, you have, like, you, they, yeah. <laughs> they, call it, they call it tutoring. Yeah. And it's, it's a m- minimum of three hours a day. It's awesome. And, like, if I was do, when I was doing heavyweights, Man, I don't know if I hit those three hours. I think that I had to like go home and tell them I did. I know the person I was driving around didn't yeah, hit those three hours yeah. either. And, and so, like, you're not. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. But there is a school of hard knock life almost. Right. But hard knock life with a lot of people saying yes and a big craft service table. But mm. it's still kind of like when you come out of that, the hard knock hits when you come out of that and then you're looking for a new job. When you have the desperation of what every actor has, no matter how famous or not famous they are. But you haven't had it yet. And that's the compelling story of that, which is like this bombshell of being rejected is something that I bathe in it. I bathe in rejection. Yeah, me I, too. Ba- I bathe in it yeah. weekly. Yeah. Y'all don't even understand. No. I bathe in rejection. Yeah. I and rejection is so cold oh. because rejection is nobody. Not it's it's it's, it's you're air. alone. It's air. It's the a fear of being zone. alone has has it is now validated. It's worse you than are alone. someone going, yeah. I think you're terrible. I'd rather someone said that because mm-hmm. what's worse than They're that? Giving you attention. Yeah. You know, so that being said, it's so incredibly unusual for someone to, to hit that as on the back end. It's like a reversal, right? Yeah. Because normally it's like eat shit, eat shit, yeah. eat shit. And it's like to go from this, it's like you're going so in the exact it's chasing reverse. the dragon is what I call it. You so go. you're cha- like a drug, you're chasing the dragon. And, oh and a lot God. of times you see child actors. And the reason, like, people would ask me, like, how come I'm so normal for being a child actor? You are really and I'm not that early. normal, but I am I'm not chasing the dragon, I think is what they mean. Because is it? No, uh, it's like no, it's like it's. I think it's, it's based on heroin. Yeah. yeah, but it's like you're chasing, chasing that the first hit. You're chasing that like that one like well that good that and first I think high. When you're and man, there's I don't care if you're somebody that never wants to act. You get into one movie and you do a job and you, you do it. what you did and then even though it's boring sometimes you do it and you get out of there. You want that again and it's a drug. 
It's a drug. And then what happens is if you don't want it again, you have to have, find something to fill it. Yeah. Which is, the, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Cause that's so what you know, everybody knows that's, that's done something and then they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's the chasing the dragon thing. But when you've done something and then your life was this thing and it just felt and tasted so good and that's what you thought life was because you just grew up kind of in it. Exactly. And then you leave and then you're like, the world has abandoned you right in a way it, it, no it's so that kind like i said it's like to prepare you for it there's nothing to prepare you for that maybe you do abuse your kids if you honestly it's an interesting compelling argument it's all it's sounds and sorry mom and you definitely no shout out to i love you mom because and your moms yeah. shout out to moms mom. love moms forever but shout out to philman for looking at it as like hey let's take this into account as child rearing and i think what he obviously experienced is kind of like this thing that happens where the you, you know like you're 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 put in this like bubble as a kid at least i was i was in a community people were all kind of similar yeah they you kind of have to be right and it's it, a safe way to be raised yeah know? and public school and then i went to private school and there's differences when you learn how to get along and you learn how to like get attention from girls or whatever it is right mm-hmm. you learn all these things yeah i without that i wouldn't know how to be a human and you don't even like the schooling, because I was like, "Where is he? Is he gonna I go to school?" I missed out on a lot of that. That's what I'm saying. I is can't. That- I still can't mack it to a girl, because I never. I was. A, I was a chubby kid, and on top of that, I was a chubby <sighs> kid. So like, that's like the worst. So sorry, like, but that's like the worst yo, combo. Chubby kid, and I was well known for being chubby. You know, that's although I was in Team Beat because I was like the hottest kids and it was up <laughs> Team Beat. Woo woo! You were like the cute chubbo. I was know? like right next to JTT. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fucking sweetheart, but you know that kid, right? I don't. I want to get him. I want to get Dude, him. Dude, he's a really sweet guy. I've only had yeah. a few interactions. I want to get him on the on the uh, on the documentary. I think he would be great. This guy is a guy who clearly Jonathan had... Taylor Thomas for the youngins, by the way. He was on Home Improvement with Tim Allen, and he was the youngest kid, and he was the cutest one. He was, and he was really talented. And he Good was comedic super timing. funny, and he was yeah. super on time with it, and he was charismatic. And boy, I I just remember like. He, he seems pretty on the ball for a guy who has like he was in the public eye for a hot minute. He was like, like years, bro. He was the Justin Bieber at the time. Yeah, basically cute as yeah. a button, dude. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and you know he's still out there. He probably is still I think working. He's a director or something like go. that. See I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Because then, I mean, there's a lot of people that do pick like the fucking Christmas Story guys out there busting. He's a huge director. That guy's a monster. He's a he's, he's a very well known talented. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so this I'd is the love thing. to get him too. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. trying to get it. everybody. Yeah, I hope. Let's. I, I'm a, I, I, yeah, I, I need a anything, network behind if I can it. Do anything. Yeah. So, uh, but these these characters, they're doing fine. They're getting along. I think it is. I think if we have to point the finger at anyone, it, I always seem to be doing this because we, we talk about this a lot. But the media is. Mm. I think the cruelest mistress because it's always been there. We talk about Hollywood Babylon. You talk about all these press, um, these press ladies that would be in the 1950s being like, I heard I was out in town. It, it started with that whole. That's the whole click, right? They, there was a, they did setups. They would do like and setups. And they would tell you they people would, were like yeah. gay without saying it. Like they'd be like. They'd be was, like, there would spies that would be like, uh, what's his name is mm-hmm. now going to this other woman's house and cheating on his yeah, wife. They would ruin marriages. A famous person. And then the media would wait for them to like come out and get pictures. And it would right. be like. Scandal of the day. Yeah, this that is was with, like the '50s. Like, yeah, this is with like everybody still wearing suits to work and shit. It was it, it sold. Up. It sold movies though. Right. That was so. That was the thing. That was right. marketing. They right. realized marketing can't just be like the old Hollywood. What they did is they created so that true. whole like 
they had like a, a Rolodex of actors. They didn't like audition people. No, they had a and Rolodex it was of much actors. in the way that you had cows hey, in a fucking doctor stable. Well, boom, throw him in there, you know. Yeah. And yeah. she, she looks like she would know her nose is too big for him. Let's go to her. Yes. So yeah. And 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 what they would take these actors and they put them in these weird scenarios. And some of them didn't even want to be in those scenarios. That's what was so funny about it. Is they'd they'd be like, you guys are going out on a date, and they're like, I don't even like this girl. And mm-hmm. they'd be like, no, no, you're going out on a date. Down and us, two us. So uh, and I still think they do some of this to this day. We know we talked about this. They we, do we know some, but. It's a marketing ploy was definitely something that they started back in like the 40s and 50s. Just definitely and get asses. It still happened, and now it's been perpetuated into the into this TMZ so, clickbait era. You my know? question to you is: Do you think that? Because I do think there was sort of like a there's like a disparity and like it used to be like these really amazing movies, these tentpole movies mm. would come out, amazing directors, hundreds of millions of dollars, all these things were happening, and then yeah, you would have some tabloid shit just to sort of make it happen and pop, make it bubble a little yeah. bit more. I feel like now the weight has shifted so that it's almost exclusively what people want is the salaciousness now. And they could give a fuck about the movie releasing. It's almost like when you see all these people walking around, you see all these photos of people, and uh, it's like the story of so-and-so's rehab is way more important than that turd of a movie where he plays an assassin. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, did Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga really (laughs) fall in love? Like that bullshit. I'm not talking yeah. about you, Ben Affleck. But I got I got words, brother. You can't oh, be the accountant and go oh, to rehab. Right right? <laughs> no, no, no. I love the nah, kid. Nah, I just nah. want Matt Damon reps Boston. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to sit down with Ben. I just want to sit down with Ben and, and talk uh, to ask him. Ask him why he has fake teeth because of J Lo. I just want to talk to him about a bunch of stuff. Okay. A bunch of stuff. Me too. Relationships. Yeah. Uh, somewhere he's hurt. He's hurt. Somewhere Ben he's Affleck hurt. is hurt. I think he's finding himself now. It's taking him a little longer, but I think he's getting to this moment where he's kind of I think so. Looking, I think it's time. Yeah. He's got to take some moment for Ben. He's got to stay with Ben too. Stop going out there ben, and getting slammed. If you're watching, I will take you to Costa Rica and we'll do ayahuasca together. You, me, Dennis McCann. I mean, Let's you go. could argue Ben Affleck is a fucking child actor. Uh, Matt, Matt Damon is a child they, actor. They both were in a Matt, a Matt Damon. They both auditioned for stuff. When they were kids. That's what I'm saying. So they would be Casey Affleck was probably fucking 13. Being yeah, like, he was I like, know. I want to do that too. Yeah, yeah. Oreos. You know? <laughs> fucking, it's awful, dude. But it's also like, it's an awfulness that I picked, but I picked it really late. So what's interesting about your experience and my experiences is they're so radically in reverse. Yeah. I got into it damn near 30 years old. So oh, I was shit. like, yeah. So you for, were doing comedy before, though. Yeah, just you? stage stuff and like finding things and but doing you, weird stuff with my friends. You weren't friends. doing comedy to be an actor like a lot of comedians no, are doing. I was doing being now. an asshole. Yeah. That's awesome. That's literally I love what I was. Comedians, <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, comedians I, to be think, asshole comedians are my favorite. I think there are plenty of people that could probably agree with me, especially when I was fucking just because it was a lot of fucking around. That's what that's what I think a lot of good comedy does come from is fucking around. And yeah. I felt like it was a lot of work. My whole you guys life have to write like a it's ton true. of shit. Yeah. It's true, but I did. I felt like my fucking around in high school was probably some of the funniest things that ever happened Yeah, to me still to this day. And it's just like partly because you were just let loose to do whatever you want. And I loved to goof around like that, but I didn't, I didn't find any traction or take it seriously or want to admit it because I came from definitely people, a stock of people that thought it was really going. Yes. So I was already, I already knew I was half the something or other when I was growing up. They reminded me that consistently. Oh yeah, they were like, listen, yeah. Okay. So if you don't, if you if you're smart and you grew up in that environment, you don't bring up the fact that you like like certain musicals and stuff. You know what I mean? You don't, oh yeah. You think oh, about stuff. Oh like my that. god. So I have a friend. I have a friend who's from who's lives in Jersey from Jersey. 
Uh, he's like a wrestler, hangs out right. with Frankie Edgar. He, <laughs> like he was in Foxcatchers. He was one of the wrestlers. He's oh, a no great way. actor. Wow. But he was, yeah, and, and he grew up acting, loves show tunes, right. and is not shy about it. And I'm like, you are a unicorn, my man. Well, we you be- are a real man, and you're That's like, I'll sing Hamilton by heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's why The Rock's going to be president. I yeah. just I like, think we all should just accept it because it's like, we, he's gotten masculinity. He's pushed masculinity in such a nice place. Oh, yeah. That, like, I don't think True. people realize what he's done. And sexuality. All of it. And it's, yeah. it's, it's really impressive, and I think people take a lot of it for granted because he's a lot of, like, I get up, I work out, I do these things. He's just trying to be super positive, and I think it's really, it's, he's motivating himself while he does it. He too. knew that would make him successful. I think, I think so. that's a beautiful thing when you're, like, I don't care how much, pay, I don't think it was vanity for that guy. I mm. think it was straight up like, Hustle. this is the character I'm going to create yeah. and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful, man. And it's, you know, it all comes, you know, and I think there's missteps along the way and all this stuff, but it's so fast. I think we got it a nugget when mm. we were talking about like, Ben Affleck is a child. There's no question about it. And so there lies in a weird trouble with yeah. that kind of stigma and all this stuff. And I think we've gotten. We, we're, we're isolating child actors into one category when no it's, question when it's about a big it. mat. Yeah. Anybody who's an actor, like 90, what did I say, 70? Basically, we're child actors. Right. But we're talking about child actors who had it, lost it, and are trying to get it back. Exactly. Those are the child actors that are the, the yeah. What about child actors who attempted to get it and never got it? That's, I mean, that's, you could say that about a lot of actors. That's, that's, that's a painful journey because if yeah. you've been doing it since you were a little kid, if you, if you're a struggling journey. child actor, Really? <laughs> I was I'm a sorry. child actor and I'm I never so made it. So I'm I think I'm gonna make a competing uh, documentary, documentary to you about child actors who didn't make it. I don't it. look at that as competition. I look that look at it as camaraderie. Yeah. It's okay. like Just part fine, of fine. Bring part it of the on, genre. Man. Part of the genre. Let me ask you this though. You want to I, like, I do on. come on, let's go. <laughs> I, I think there's also a special lane for certain people. Like I am fascinated with the life and times of Robert Blake. I don't know if you know who this is. Yeah, uh, Robert Blake was He was a guy who was a, he was a little rascal, but then he grew up, right? So he was in the original Little Rascals. Oh shit. And then he grew up, but he also had a second end of his career because in the seventies he had a like a I forget what Did the he goddamn die? was he shot in the head? He shot his wife. Oh, he shot his wife. There was another shooting. Yeah. I was thinking about the guy Greg Kinnear played in the movie. I think he was probably a really bad guy because they... But anyway, the stories and events of it are fascinating. But this is a guy. Fuck. This is yeah. a guy that experienced child... The, the celebrity of a stardom. Um, and then had continued his career and gotten work and gotten work. And he did, I think, a sh- show called like fucking Beretta or something like that. He oh, had yeah, like a Beretta cop show. Beretta was great. Man, what are you talking about? And, uh, <laughs> he had Shit, yeah, of, I know who you're talking about. Uh, and then... And then had a sort of like back end where he started getting really weird and people started noticing things. And then he was in David Lynch movies. I don't know if you know that. You know? No, I don't. Which, yeah, which he, movies? He sort of has cameos in David Lynch. or I think it's in Mulholland Drive. He has white paint on his face and he's just staring at everybody. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely haunting. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Yes, I do. I love Mulholland Drive. So this Drive. guy had a really interesting career where it was like, all over the place and it's just sort of like the thing that people don't take away from it because he's managed to get in the news so much with all different variety of things is that he's quite a renaissance man it's like he doesn't just pick the you know i i i got on this one sitcom and i've been chasing that forever or whatever because that's like it's a very real very difficult thing to realize that like not only that but like you could not know that they're successful yeah you could just be like the Soleil Moon Fry thing recently. Yes. Did you see her? No, I did not, but I want to see. Yeah, yeah. She has a person that is clearly a survivor of that kind of bizarre. Punky Brewster, baby. 
It was. Do you remember it? Because this is a oh, little yeah. bit before your time, she Alfredo. She was hugely famous. This girl was so famous that she had her own cartoon. I remember she had her own cartoon, mm-hmm. and she was just this like real like you know had this like real fun vibe, little hippie like kid. And she was so endearing and so fun on that show, and everybody else was sort of window dressing. She just kind of was just clearly she, the she's, yeah. bursting with talent. And then, you know, it's like fucking ghost town mm. for years and years and years. And to see her now and to see that she's like gone out the other side, she's like totally fucking great. It's normal. Seems. Like, I obviously, mean, you don't she know. have your scars. You everybody's know? a human. That's right. another thing. It's like everybody's a human. We right. look at some, some of these people that were child actors. Sure, their life was way different than a lot of others, but like, they're all fucking putting on their shoes. They're all yeah. dealing with like, what is that wart? Let me go to the doctor and find that, find out what that is. You know what I mean? It's, you mean the putting pants legs on? There you one go. You gotta, you gotta yeah. check out what that wart is, man. You gotta check you gotta it. Check get it out that, that shit looked at, bro. Yeah, okay. um, well, that's that's really interesting. Vitamin and I really, I am, cranberry juice. I'm sorry. No, take your time. Um, I am really excited to see it. I'm, uh, I'm. I wish you the best of luck with Thanks, it and everything brother. like that. Um, and I do know that like. Right now, it's got to be a frustrating thing for you, as at least for me, because it's like the land of awkward self-taping is now. Oh yeah, oh it's so strange. So if anybody really wants to window into the world, I find a a a freedom in the self-taping now. Isn't it? It played with two sides though. How many people are they seeing? Is my worry like? I mean, like, am I one out of fifty? Am I one out of a hundred and fifty? Like, are they gonna do the groundwork? Are they just saying, yeah, send a tape in? Here's what I think about. I think I'm more (laughs) fucked up than you. Like, okay. Because other than that, I feel fucking. Fr- I like. I'm doing some of the best work I've done. See, that's good because it's self tapes. Because I, I hated auditions. I hate auditions in general. I but just, I like getting in the room because they get to meet me. So it's like this weird. It's a weird, compelling thing to like go into a room and think about how many rooms there were. But I also think about like I would go in and sometimes eat horrible shit. Oh, dude. Okay. Oh, auditioning is. Wanna, is let's share. Let's share some. Okay. Let's share some eating shit stories. Ready? I'll yes. give you one. If you want to know a real I do. eating shit story, yeah, yeah. I I used to just go to anything. I'd be like, I was just hungry. I was doing more comedy at the time, so it was just kind of icing on the cake. I didn't really. I, like I said, I did not take this seriously until somebody you, said You're to a me, comedian. You don't give a shit. <laughs> you get up on the stage and you have to make people laugh. You go to an audition. It's like, it's like it's kinda, you're half asleep almost. Well, you want to do well, but you yeah. know that there are all these different factors that are at play too. And it's very similar to like any room where you read the room. And sometimes they're done already. Yeah, they're like, like you cannot tell tit jokes in this room. You know it. So you have to like switch up your act. Like what do you do? Yeah. One particularly horrible one was that I said I was, I used to pad my resume really, really bad. I would be like acrobat, fucking <laughs> juggler, fucking uh, can wax his own mustache. Like I had all my shit, right? Good with the sigh, you know, no, whatever. You know. an agent at the time probably just being like, come on, man, you can't just say you ride a bike or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fine. So I went ha- like ha- a ham on it. And uh, I got an audition and they were like, all right, you just know how to know like a, a quick dance, a couple dance moves. Yeah. And I was like, not a problem. It's for a commercial. <laughs> Get ready. It was for, I think I can talk about it now. I think the NDA is probably passed. Uh, it goes right into a real choreographer being like, all right, five, six, seven, eight, and four, split, move it back, <laughs> reverse, pivot, and go. Five, six, no. move it back, same, reverse oh. now, eight, seven, six, five. And I was like, I was like, I immediately oh. was like, how oh. can I get out of this? I Jesus. thought immediately, how the fuck can I get out yeah, of this? Yeah, who do I call? And, and I want to hear a horror story after this, by the no, way. No, this I, was... This is- I'm nervous. Million. Right oh, get now. ready. Yeah. Get it ready. Get it. Ready. It's go. It gets, there's two levels of humility. It doesn't start. It doesn't end in the room. So I go in and Duder, who's running the game, this is the camera guy who can often get frustrated 
very quickly. This is a notorious thing in the in the business where a camera guy is always like, because he goes fifty times with yeah. somebody, and he's they're, like, they're "Fucking a, done." They're seeing a ton of people. There, he had had it. Get them, I got be, there late. get them right after lunch. That's the key. It was on the west side. Got yeah. there super late. Was like rolling in, had a coffee somehow. You know, they were like, "Oh, you had time for a fucking." This is my jackass, <laughs> right back in the day. <laughs> That, but that that books you rolls though. You, they, this Sometimes. guy does not give a shit. We want him. I think it did for a little mm-hmm. bit. I think people yeah. were like, "Oh, this guy doesn't give a shit." It's kind of awesome. And then I would get to set and I'd be like, "This is really stressful." Like yeah. it was hilarious. Oh, you're the uh, yeah. I'd be cool I get cool guy, cool I'm, guy. I'm set. I'm cool. <laughs> well, most of the time, but at auditions, I'm the right. one that you could see the heartbeat in their face. You know, like you're like, "Oh my god, this yeah. guy's fucking nervous." So many people have told me that yeah. too. I remember. Uh, anyway, I don't want to get uh, sidetracked yeah, here, yeah. but like. I, I, I'm like, I get, I get in the room. I know I'm out of my league. I know I didn't learn anything from the video. It's not like I'm like, all right, all I got to do is get one step twirl. Yeah. No, there was no, no help. There was not even the first step. We were no. like off. And I was like, this is going down in flames. Because the other, I saw real quick, the other guys in cahoots. So all the other dancers are like, that guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what's going on. We know. We can tell. You don't have a dance yeah, body. First of all, the kickball change was completely off. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're in cahoots and they're like all right five six and they're practicing like real quick before we get in the room and i'm like oh no i'm fucked because they were like and swim it and good and the perrier at the end and i go <laughs> and i go in and the dude's pissed immediately we get and we slate and he's doing the slate all angry i'm like hi i'm doing products i'm scared and then we go to the next person and then uh and they were like all right man we're only gonna do this twice let's get it and you know how they slap that space bar yeah. And they're just, like that's hard. your go. Yeah. Like, yeah. get the fucking go yeah. already. And so I was like, all right. And I was like, you know, on the first one, I'm going to give it, I'm going to try to do it. I, which did is, you remember like anything? I so, did a little bit. And yeah. I had somebody to the right of me. And it's like yoga where you're like, kind I don't like know how to look, do that. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I got it. To think that I could actually do any of it was amazing that my brain actually tricked me in my confidence level. Tape so badly. <laughs> so this is what I'm going to say. So I blacked out. I come to. And I'm like, all right, that must have been all right. We he goes, not real, you not real. Yourself dancing. <laughs> and then he hits another one. We do another one. And this one I go real conservative because I'm out of breath already. I did a high kick at one point that I'm sure didn't thrill anybody. <laughs> I gotta see this tape, man. Oh my god. And it's really bad. And I'm like, Ugh. you can see me just looking at my the person next to me, being like, all right, man. That being said, I walk out after that. I don't really remember what happened. I walk out, and this there was a woman that ran the place who was awesome. She was just cool. She had like her dog around. She didn't care, and she said what she wanted to say. She was oh, the bat. I, I know the audition place. Yeah. You know who I'm talking I about. I don't want to blow up the spot. Don't blow up the spots, but yeah. Because, it's, because they'll probably dig this up. So yeah. I go in there weeks later, weeks later, and I walk in, and I'm feeling myself, coffee in hand. I'm doing all right. I got a cool plaid shirt on looking like everybody on tv doing my best not doing a dance routine this time Mm-mm. so you're feeling Coming yourself in for something cool yeah. i'm like, like i'll make everybody right. laugh yeah. on this one partner with the girl partner with a girl so i go i go in i go into the sign it up sign up sheet because they make you sign in like it's fucking prison or something like that yeah, it's like do. how that is not digital already i won't even some are but I yeah know, most but it's, are not. it's yeah. silly to me yeah so i go I, I jot, jot down all my information. I sign in. I look up, and there she is, the woman that runs the joint. She comes over to me. And she goes, "Guy, I want you to know something." <laughs> no. And I'm like, "Huh? What's up?" Yeah. You know? Because like it was a tension, and like if she talked to you at all, it was kind of a big deal. She was yeah. cool. She goes, <laughs> "I'm just gonna tell you because you might find out." We shared that tape with everyone. <laughs> like everyone we knew, we sat. We got popcorn, the good kind with the oil and the rosemary. Oh, man. In a different way. Okay. I looked at an audition like, 
oh my God, I'm going to fuck up. Always. Even if I've like, know the people, I'm know good. exactly what you're I'm talking just anxiety about. ridden with that shit. It's also this attitude that I'm safer knowing I'm going to fail. <laughs> it's like a feeling maybe, of, maybe. for me sometimes it yeah. was. Because like, I would go ill prepared to like, say a stand up uh, show and be on, this is embarrassing to reveal, but like, I'd be so ill prepared and yeah. be so side, sidetracked by other things that I, I would give myself the ability to force myself to fail. Meaning I, I would bomb almost because I knew. I shouldn't be doing well. <laughs> like Whoa. it was weird. It's psychologically a that problem. That makes sense. Yeah. I would be fucking nervous to get up and do stand up if I had I would need that routine. Stand up is most scared the scariest thing it, it I can think be. of doing. It should be. Because you're trying it's, you it's have rightful. to make people laugh. It's right. And if you don't if it doesn't happen, it's like everybody is looking at you like That's you're a piece of so shit. That's why it's so complicated with that. Is that like you found if you can do that and it's really hard to do and it, it's a, it takes a lot of work and the people that do it do it so well that they make you think it's just the combo. It's, it's just somebody talking. And, and I but feel, there's tricks. There's techniques. There's callbacks. There's you have to act it out. There's act. There's all these little techniques. It that come it's much with more conversational, which is I like that better now anyway. Which yeah. is like I'm glad that the trend is sort of shift to storytelling. Like I do feel like for a while, especially I felt like that as a kid watching sets, being like, Ugh, "This guy's writing jokes and saying jokes. That sucks." Oh, like yeah. I was much more that kid that was into alt comedy as a kid. Like, yeah. I wanted to see Mr. Show. I didn't want to see. You like, didn't want to see Jackie Mason doing his one liners. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. I think there was like it felt good for for older people watching Leno and stuff like that. I felt like they felt like, "Oh, this is comforting." Yes. But that for, makes sense. for us, we were like, "No way, man!" Yeah, Letterman no, and his weirdos over this all day. The Bill Burrs are the ones that do it for me. So, so, so you yeah. you you walk in. Sorry, I'm going to go back. Please, in, yeah. In, so I walk into this place. Yeah. It's a uh, it, uh, it's an audition straight to producers. Like so sick. Literally, I was told like, "Hey, like it's you and three people. Right. We want you for this role, kind of thing. Right. And it was a character. So big like, dick energy. You're talking about like probably thirty grand an episode. Right. Big show. Worse uh, to think about that kind of thing, oh, too. Oh, man, yeah. it's the worst. It wasn't a screen test are really scary because they make uh, you sign a contract right. that show you how much you're going to make so you can't, like, wager after. So you about you know how Lock much you're you about in. to... Yeah, yeah, fuck. Evil. But um, so I go in and, like, drop all my lines. Like, uh, immediately, just... I don't know so, any of my lines. So that's happened to me a few times. And what I think people don't know is that, like, it's totally possible... Because most people don't put themselves in this position. No mm-hmm. one would. No one would voluntarily do this. This is it's so stupid. Straight up anxiety. But, yeah. But unbeknownst to you, you can work on. Here's what's the funniest thing about it: is you can work really hard on it. You work, the harder you work, the more you worry about remembering your lines. Chances are you're gonna. There's a them. term I forget. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. There's a term for it, I think. But you have this like psychological episode, or something happens where you just go, "Nope, I don't." But. We, we were talking about audition horror stories, which I love, um, because now I'm okay in an okay place to talk about them, especially uh, these gems, bro, because I got some uh, gems. Oh, dude. Because I was learning on the clock, dude. I didn't yeah. really know what I was doing. So the, You never do. No. You never do. Nobody's no. an audition expert. It's always different. I could have asked somebody, or I could have been cooler about it. Okay. Let's just say I was not exactly- You're like, I got this. Yeah, and I was too, like, I don't know if it was ego, but like maybe even- too like self-conscious to even ask people questions yeah. and be like, excuse me, how does this work? Because it is a language. Also, your swag works off of you being kind of like, I don't give a shit. All right, got you, it. You, that's yeah. your personality. <laughs> so true. That's like you're, the, you mac it to girls. It's kind of like, you know, you're, you're approachable, but at the same time, like you're, you're centered, that kind yeah, of thing. You yeah, can't yeah. be like, so how do I go and it how do I do like what you're doing better than me? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I got this. And I, 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 I subsequently look back and cringe sometimes because I can remember certain times where I was really ignorant. Oh, God. And like people were just like, oh, boy. You know what I mean? Like this kind of like, guy. Yeah, yeah, this guy. Um, and, you know, you all have that period. But one of the things that it's fascinating about it is this is is uh, how the, the, the game has shifted so much from even just the experience of what it must have been like for your parents to drive you to an audition, not know where it is. New York City, man. Subway. Subway's baby. It, it, that's what I'm saying. It's just like I don't think you realize that the hustle itself is so much easier now. Like people just look you up and it was like people back in the day had to burn out like a hundred headshots and like throw them in people's doorways and get them on the wipers of people's cars. Pick up sides from your agent's door. You go like get them faxed to like an office depot or whatever, you know, like you had like, yeah, there was, it was a lot of groundwork, a lot of crazy. Yeah. A lot of crazy shit. But in that case, we've already seen so many signs that, the, the the business the business model is not supposed to be the way it was, no. and it's clearly shifting in a lot of different ways that are interesting, uh, especially just automation. Oh yeah, just moving things into automation, just knowing like here it is, like the fact that my automation for like a coffee is more advanced than the film industry bothers me. Yo, the film industry, it's crazy. I've been a part of like big productions, right? And you look at maybe like a two hundred million dollar budget movie, and you go, they still ain't got their shit together, dude. Yo, it's an organized disaster. Like sometimes yeah. there's such a mess. No, like, for ha- real, they it's all in post. You know how they say we'll fix it in post? They really they fucking really fix fucking do. every. You look at it afterwards, and you go. Wow. Yeah. How did they make that happen? Because of a guy named Tim who's doing overtime, just drinking yeah. coffees in yeah. five hours, just editing his Tims. ass off. Yeah. 500 <laughs> Tims in like a bottom basement somewhere with no windows. Just being like, I'm just an associate like, editor. <laughs> Why does it smell so weird in here? He never let me leave. Drake's <laughs> camp, you know, because they say like he has a camp with a bunch of just writers. And Drake, Drake does? Yeah. And OVO oh, yeah. And they're like, well, wouldn't- this auto-tune sounded incorrect. Let's change it up. And, uh, 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 Dude, I see. Drake's. I see really small personalities on instagram that have their own like crew that follows them around and does the same thing you're talking about with absolutely none of the audience that drake has maybe it pulls back to like the nexium kind of mentality maybe they're just that type of person that creates a following you know well let me ask you this question do you think that uh with the obviously we're going in this direction but we talked about this earlier and i wanted to bring it back up thank god i did uh because this never happened thank god i got but we were talking about how oh it's like it's but oh, yeah. but but I do I, I played a cop I have a gun at my Ooh. house and I played a cop in a scene and I wore my gun I didn't use it though no no I I've, I've done this That's long awesome. enough not to use the okay. gun in the like but okay. I did wear it maybe it wasn't in camera maybe it was just for me I don't know I did a thing where I was getting shot I went to a wife. Five O. Oh yeah. Audition? Yeah. Have you ever done this? One of the one of the casting your... directors is cutie in that one. Oh, for real? Yeah, I don't think Nicole I'll ever. See, I didn't see that. Pro- I saw one, the assistant's assistant. I saw the bathroom attendant, okay. and they were like, "Right this way, Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Brooks, right this way. Uh, here's your urinal. Uh, that's the camera. <laughs> uh, that's the camera, Drew. Yeah, you're in a. This is a big deal. And so I went in. I remember the in the sides. It was like um, you get shot. Oh God, I love I Wait. love doing that stuff. Oh! And I was like, I'm not wasting this because when do I ever get shot, dude? Oh, I'm dude. always riding side saddle with Shit. something. Did you bullshit. search like getting shot? No, I didn't do any research. <laughs> no? I just was like, I'm just going to go in there and see what happens, which is my whole MO, which is, you know, just as well wow. as if you have that approach, you have to accept 
just as big of an L as yeah. you can accept just as big of a W. You know, you're you're betting big to win big. Thank you very That's much. That's what you're doing. It's Vegas, baby. You're 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 an adrenaline junkie. I think all of us are that are in this business. <laughs> I also think I can't be a good gambler. Yeah. But but <laughs> but uh one time you can, you just can't keep going after you win. You got <laughs> I just keep pulling in, pulling the pile in. You're like seven thousand Yeah. And so I went in and I remember it was this very small you know how these spaces sometimes they're like it's a joke how yeah. small they are. And uh, the f- it was on a second story. <laughs> it was on a second story. So I get shot. Real quick story. I fall. And not knowing that I'm on a really light kind of floor. Like it's like a it's like a lofty this space is where in the, it's Venice. Like, it's, where, it's in Venice, right? Yes. And you go up the stairs yes. and it's right to the left. Yeah, you know the spot. Yeah, there's a little yeah. bathroom right there yep. where they can hear you shit. It, so you can't take a shit like in there. it's like an apartment. I had shit one time. You always have to shit when you do commer- when you go on an audition. Because you're like immediately it's the like. The amount of coffee going through me. Are oh, you fucking kidding Jesus. me? Jesus. And then you're the, and then the bathroom has like a little door like this. It's like, oh. They're going to judge me on my having to take a shit in an it's audition. Like, it's also it's also like you have a public restroom. Don't be mad when it's Yeah, trash. when it smells you like have ass. 400 actors going through it. You think those assholes are going to care about yeah, it? Yeah, we've got some fucking underarm nerve sweats going I would on, go to audition you know. Sometimes and they would be like, "All right, just so you know, the bathroom is not a dump." And you're just like, "This is your what are we doing? You just oh. put a sign out. Yeah. Anyway, I know what you mean, but yeah. some people would, they're unholy. In oh, yeah. Some Especially people, men yeah. are unholy. Yeah. Un- like, did you eat your children for yeah. breakfast? What the did fuck? You, are you stigmata? <laughs> yeah. Like, Can, can we call a doctor <laughs> for you? <laughs> is this an Indian barrel ground? Um, but anyway, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I went in going, I'm going to see what happens. And I did get shot with force. Okay, so this was not like it was a forty-five. It was not like you know. There's a that one type of getting shot in a movie where it's like often a female. For some reason, I think about females all the time, but they're always they look at you and they're like, "Oh my god," and you're like, just," and then they pan down and there's blood coming out of the box. Starts slowly, right? And that just and they milk it, bro. She's Mm. just staring, and he's like, like that, right? (laughs) So (laughs) it's it's used a lot, bro. It's It's used used a lot. lot. This was not one of those. I didn't take it. There wasn't like I didn't let it breathe. This was shotgun and true romance style. It was like I got a twelve gauge, damn, and all the buck just ripped me, and the force of it ripped me back like John Woo movie. I hit that floor. My God. And sent a bang that was so loud that it rocked the camera off the tripod. No, yeah, really? dude. This girl oh, was like, man. "Whoa!" And she, I remember her being like, "Oh!" And, and she let it go, which I gotta respect her for. Because yeah. If I was running that shit, yeah. I would have been like, "And scene, get yeah. out of my office, please, please get out. <laughs> get this, a, the stunts out of, are over there. My dog is terrified. It doesn't like fireworks. Now it hates you. Get out of here." And I remember her. I remember doing it and being in the middle of it. Didn't look. I wasn't even looking in her direction. And I was still getting the gunshot wound or some shit like that. And I knew she was letting it breathe. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. So I'm doing like the, oh, oh, doing the, all that because she's letting it go. And oh I was like, God. I'm not going to just pass out. I'm yeah. going to keep. So I just, I must have given the longest death scene in the history of <laughs> Hawaii Five O. <laughs> In that audition. And for me, it's uh, moments like that that I'm like, oh my God, it's so funny now. Yeah. But when I had to walk, that walk of shame to my oh car. Oh my God, I want to see that tape. So that too. <laughs> there There's must a, be 400 of those. I want to, yo. Because, you know, you remember yeah, the long time? Like, I want to like a compilation of your, of <laughs> Dude, your videos. I bet someone has one out there. I mm. think this is very interesting and Sorry. I want the world to know. Yeah. Cl- Chris Klein probably got a whole bunch of ass. Oh, I think, I mean, I'm friends with... <laughs> 
Thomas Nicholas. I should ask him. You should. Actually, let's let's plug that. Let's plug this. Um, okay. Adverse is coming out in two days uh, on demand, and it's a movie with Mickey Rourke. Oh snap! Uh, man, is a top, Lou Diamond Phillips, Mickey Rourke. I didn't even know these people were in it when I did it. I play a, a small. I play a detective in it. Whatever, me dude. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, me and um, we. Oh, man, I can't. Have you played Jess- a cop before? Yes, one other time. But I played it. Nice. Detectives are fun. When you go in and question people, you got to yeah. do the whole like, so. Uh, how you doing? How are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those. Like do you remember Thursday at all, suits. pal? We just yeah. wore suits and like a little badge and the thing. So it was fun. And I played this, <sighs> played a cop. But uh, yeah, Thomas E. Nicholas is the lead in it. And he's in a, Amer- he's, you know, is rookie of younger? the year. Yeah. Oh, rookie yeah. of the year was a fucking yeah. classic. Tom, okay. Thomas, Thomas E. Nicholas. So. Mickey Rourke Fucking murderer Mickey Rourke is in it I love that man Dude I love the man So much uh, Also just to Yo yeah, but He's like, looking tight. No, he's, look, he's looking super rough But at the same time it's That cool. man How would you look You know You know he's got The heart of gold man I want to hear he's, his stories I want to hear story. I wish Mickey Rourke Would do a podcast Yeah I, would, I, oh I don't my. think he will No He one time he spotted did. me I went to Equinox With a friend And one time I, I asked for a spot And he goes I got you bro And I was like Oh my god <laughs> Oh my god Yo, he seriously, he did have some weird shit hanging off of him, but like he always looked like I'm in a movie with him, so I can't talk shit about him. You know, I've only seen that guy one time, and that's a big deal for me because like he's all over LA. Yeah, growing up, I I I watched this movie, The Pope of Greenwich Village. Oh yeah, we've talked about. He doesn't look the same. No, but But his acting is still fucking on point. I think so. I think he's he's managed to like sustain I, he's a survivor he is but also even eric roberts i think is probably one of the greatest actors actors oh, that ever lived like, yeah i love eric, eric roberts. roberts so I like um uh, that's really fascinating that's, yeah. uh, I saw him one the whole time roberts family you know? oh yeah good yeah. for all the roberts They're all good there's a very what's the young one she's i can't can i say that? emma roberts she's hot enough well, she's, or she's old enough that i can say she's emma hot, right is yeah. it emma roberts the one that's in um the yeah Tiger she's Horse she's yeah. super hot holy yeah. moly yeah and then there's that Lily Collins. Like, how did Phil? Does Collins... anybody else think that Dakota Fanning is looking fine as hell right now? You know, Dakota... the problem is when you see her as a when she was younger, oh, child actor. But then, like now, she's in The Alienist, and she's looking pretty good. She looks great. Yeah. And you know what? She turned out like she was one of those that she got like the magic wand of hipsters. Like we're like, we deem you one of us. Yeah. No, and she it's... was like, wow, I'm so new. I'm just like a tarbone. Yeah. She landed so perfectly like into it and, and wore the crown for a little while. And I really think it's, it's hard because you, she was sort of like an it girl for a minute. Right. She was another one of those actors. What was that movie with Denzel where she Holy was just moly. so man on fire. <gasps> she stole the fuck. Yo, so she went up against, game. she went up against Denzel and she was like, Held it yeah, she really like, did. She you really know? did through a like, combo what? at him. Yo, yeah. for real, that was a great matchup. I'm going to say acting matchup-wise, it's wonderful to see those two go yeah. at it. Oh, my God. It I can't so agree great. more. Little kid. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. The, I no. loved that they... I, I love that you remembered that song at the end. That was it. Isn't Mark Antony in it as well? Oh, yes, he is. is. He's, he's, the, he's, the, ba- he's the, the bad guy in it, yeah. He's the bad dude. He's always wearing a... Uh, he always seems to be wearing a one-button... I like talk shit, but all a little shit, lower. All my shit's oh. like, oh, yeah, no, so it's like down to here. It's on like him. he's got one, at, well, but he's Mark know. Anthony. He yeah, can rock that shit He's been doing out. a couple of like one of those weird pull ups. You know? Yeah, he had J Lo like behind him, oh, just smacking her ass while he's doing the shots. You know, that must have been. Yeah, maybe that must have been crazy. Mm. Just them getting ready to go somewhere and all the shit talking they probably do. The fifteen employees helping them get ready. Yeah, come on, Jennifer. Why, Jennifer? 
Let's go. They should do like, yeah, they should do like I Love Lucy with them. Amazing. Yeah. I would love that so much. Like I said, we were talking about how like Obama and Bruce Springsteen had a podcast. What, who, what two people would you love to have a podcast? Ooh. If you could take two people from different I worlds. I found out that uh, the Scrubs guys have a podcast. That, Who's the that Scrubs already, guys? The um, Zach Braff guys? Zach Braff guy? and um, Donald Faison. Oh yeah, they're like best friends in real they're life. They're best friends, and they yeah, have a that podcast. Sense. That's that cool. Sense. So that would be one because I love Scrubs. Yeah, buddy. I want to hang. Out. They're both funny as hell. Too. Hey, can I say that that be that must have been a striking a fucking pot of gold when they realized on set. Oh, I like you. Oh yeah, and we'll we're get best along friends. like best friends, and like after we pretend we're like saving a life here, and I'm hitting on this one. Let's get out of here. Let's have go a have a fucking drink. Let's go street. hit on that girl. Over Sounds there. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, them. That's one of my choices because that's saving me from having to think about another one. Beautiful. I didn't want to put you on the spot. No, it's all good. And another one, two different people. I mean, I would have to say I want Trump. I want to. I want you say that, but I get it. I want. I. I. I don't like Trump. I don't. But pair him with something. No, 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 no. no. I know what you. Fuck. He is just. I know exactly why you. I miss him a little bit in the news. Well, the lack of him. He's just so funny. Makes news feel like hilariously slow like you're like whoa this turned into a library really fast yeah because we had a homeless man screaming ranting lunatic that was running around burning books so long that now it's just yeah quiet yeah that would be great that would be a great combo and on that i don't i think things would burn (laughs) just everything would burn it down I'm on that note. That's amazing. We're just going to end on your You're insanity. End on that. Um, but I will say this: congrats on the movie. Considering the COVID is so weird, congrats on the movie. Congrats on Thanks, the doc. Man. I want that to come out. I can't wait to see that. And uh, and Jesus, man, good luck to you in the future. And please come back on. And we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this Chris Klein story. His Fuck name's yeah. Chris Klein. Man. And buy some of my t-shirts. And buy some of his t-shirts and heavyweight t-shirts. Would you please? All come right. on. Thank I, you so I much. I need money. No, this guy, money. come on. Let's go to charity. No, it's not. Oh, forget <laughs> no, it. No, I've got my own <laughs> Patreon. Right, this one right here. Thank you for watching. This is Drew Stories, episode 18. That's Aaron Schwartz. Thank you. And this is Adolfo. I love you, Adolfo. Adolfo.